Hello, everyone. Welcome to my first science podcast episode. My name is Jenny, and today I will be talking about radioisotopes and specifically about carbon-14. First of all, let's talk about what a radioisotope is. A radioisotope is a radioactive isotope of an element. It's pretty simple and straightforward. They can also be defined as atoms that contain an unstable combination of neutrons and protons, as well as excess energy in their nucleus. Now, let's talk about carbon-14. Also known as radiocarbon, it is a radioactive isotope that contains six protons and eight neutrons instead of the regular six protons and neutrons found in carbon-12. The imbalance of the protons and neutrons is what makes carbon-14 carbon-14. The source of carbon-14 comes from the Earth's cosmic rays. The cosmic rays enter the Earth's atmosphere in large numbers every day. And when the energetic neutrons produced from the rays collide with the nitrogen atoms, it creates carbon-14. Carbon-14 has a half-life of 5,730 years, and it emits beta particles. When carbon-14 decays, it decays through beta decay. Now, you might be thinking, what does she mean by decay? Well, when atoms with an unstable nucleus regain stability by shedding particles in the form of radiation, the process is called radioactive decay. The radioactive decay process for each radioisotope is unique and different. Now, relating back to the half-lives, the decaying is measured with half-lives. So basically, one half-life is the time it takes for half of the unstable atoms to undergo radioactive decay. Now, for the next topic, what carbon-14 is used for. So exciting. Carbon-14 is used for studying abnormalities of metabolism that trigger diabetes, mellitus, gout, anemia, and acromegaly. Carbon-14 can also be used as a marker to track the metabolism of new pharmaceutical molecules and can also uncover new metabolic pathways while also identifying their normal functioning. Carbon-14 is also used for radiocarbon dating. Radiocarbon dating is a method that provides a way for people, mostly archaeologists, to estimate the age for carbon-based materials that originated from living organisms. An age can be estimated by measuring the amount of carbon-14 present in the sample and comparing this with an internationally used reference standard. The impact of radiocarbon dating has made it one of the most significant discoveries of the 20th century. This is mainly used in archaeology, human sciences, geology, hydrology, geophysics, atmospheric science, oceanography, paleoclimatology, and even in biomedicine. Thanks for listening to my first podcast episode, and I hope you enjoyed a lot of new things.